welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. Welcome to episode 21, Getting Triggered. In this episode, we're going to talk about what a trigger is, what happens when you get triggered, and obvious possible reactions that can occur. I'm going to share a few stories, real-life situations, and how they were handled. And then I'm going to give you five things you can do when you get triggered, whether you're alone or in front of people. In the end of this episode, we're also going to do a grounding exercise. Let's start with what triggers are. Emotional triggers are anything that happens to you to remind you of a past trauma. Getting triggered means that you had an emotional or a physical reaction to something. It could have been something said or done or even a reminder like a song. It can spark anger, sadness, anxiety, panic, and sometimes we don't even know or understand why. I'm going to start with an example of a trigger that I had yesterday. And I was cooking from a new recipe. And if you've listened to any of my podcasts, this particular domestic area is a trigger for me because I always hated the woman belong in the kitchen stereotype. I learned to react to that stereotype quite young. And there is the trauma there. Trauma doesn't have to be grand. So I'm cooking and of course it's a new recipe and I feel out of my comfort zone. So in other words, you know, it was something that I haven't cooked before and I'm afraid of failing at it. So I get triggered. It's a small trigger, but it can cause me to start acting irrational, like the world is ending, or I can't handle all of this at one time. It's just too much pressure. <laughs> the fun thing to watch now is John's reactions in the moment, because I know he wants to laugh because I'm being irrational, right? But he certainly wouldn't dare. I got flustered, and it's because of how I always felt about cooking. I mean, like a man never has to worry about this crap. And then I get an attitude when I have to clean up too. And it's a whole thing. And I actually don't give myself enough credit now. I am very much able to spot it in the moment. And that really helps because then I can squash it right then and there. Or laugh at myself, which I definitely do. This particular incident was quick and over with fast because I've worked on it. Also because John recognizes it and is very supportive. This could go down a whole different way if I didn't feel safe with him. Uh, a whole nother trigger would be pulled. I think the most important thing is knowing why you have the reaction. You get to the bottom of it by recognizing the original trauma. My original trauma was my father expecting women to do everything for him and my rebellious self saying, I'm not serving any man in my life. All the families I knew, the women did it all. And this actually made me resent men. That's a whole nother rabbit hole that we don't need to go down today. So after you recognize the trauma relation, you ask yourself, how did it make you feel? And it's usually related to a need, an emotional need of yours that's not being met. It could be a need to be in control so you feel safe, a need to be accepted, understood, valued, a need for attention, freedom, peace, consistency, predictability. If these needs aren't being met, it can trigger of course, an emotional reaction. I look at how far I've come even in the last several years, but for the most part, 10 years I've been working on this or more, I was triggered constantly. There was so much unidentified trauma. 
And again, trauma doesn't have to be extreme. Trauma can just come from your perception of something. I was like literally (laughs) trigger happy. I could lose it in a split second. And that's how I came up with the phrase zero to Philly. I would get angry when something was expected of me. Then I would have an attitude because that's how I learned to deal with the emotional need of being understood. I built a wall, but the need was still there. And then there was also the need to feel loved and accepted. And after behaving like that with my family, with my angry attitude, they weren't exactly hugging up on me or making me feel loved. So bam, another trigger. You don't give me attention? (laughs) This would trigger more anger or tears or resentment. You name it. I spent my relationship in a triggered state. And a lot of people do. When I say the first step is recognizing it, I mean, you really have to examine your behavior and your feelings. And it's about self-awareness. You deal with everything as it arises and eventually you heal it. The healing doesn't mean that the trigger goes away. It means that you're going to handle it and move on. It gets easier and easier. Sometimes it's being mistreated. Of course, that's not your fault that you're being mistreated, but you still want to control your reaction to it. A friend of mine has a 17-year-old daughter who's absolutely amazing. She does makeup looks and artistic makeup designs. She's on social media. She goes live. She has a great following. And you can check her out, actually, on JC's Makeup, J-A-Y-C-E-E-S, Makeup 516. She's on Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure other areas too, but that's where I see her. Now, this girl has had a very traumatic life, to say the least. She shares her story of her life virtually being in the hospital and needing multiple transplants as a child. Just a few years ago, she overcame what most people wouldn't even be subjected to in their whole life. It's almost impossible to even comprehend what this family went through. And yet she's the kindest, sweetest, most supportive, and optimistic person in the world. I watch her in absolute awe because just a few short years ago, she was literally fighting for her life. So I watch her lives when I can, and she promotes and works with several beauty industry companies. Well, the other day, I caught her live, but immediately saw that she was crying and very angry. Long story short, a troll on Facebook who's completely jealous of JC's success, accused her of something that she didn't do. And this is when I saw someone who doesn't have a mean bone in their body get triggered. Normally I would say, don't let people bother you. Don't let them get under your skin. But this was actually a very good thing for her to do. She needed to defend herself. Her reputation is extremely important to her. And there's the emotional need, the reason for the trigger. She didn't feel safe, and there's a need to be accepted and loved. When integrity is important to someone and it gets threatened, it will always cause an emotional reaction. She's the type of kid that will give you the shirt off her back at 17, but she has a very powerful opportunity to learn an important lesson at this age. Many people are are learning these lessons in their 40s and never. Now, this troll definitely deserved to be called out. But what happens when the trigger comes back to you in a different form? That's where you have to do the internal homework. We all have the trigger of not being good enough in some way. And the trick to setting it free is going back to the root. Mean people will always be around you. And I'm sure you've heard the term, hurt people hurt people. Well, it's true. 
People are jealous because they have their own insecurities and triggers. We all do. So if you can immediately tell yourself that what they're doing is not about you, you'll be set free a lot sooner. I definitely don't disagree with what she did. I was even triggered by the troll. I wanted to reach out to her. I wanted to protect this 17-year-old girl. This lady's in her 50s and trying to hurt a 17-year-old. Everyone in the world is going to be triggered by that. Her mother and sister even got on the live and voiced their anger. It's hard not to get triggered in this instance, right? But we don't want to go after the jealous bitches that will come at us when we're successful. Because what does that do? It makes us focus our energies on the things that we can't control. And then we lose our personal power. So it really just comes back to self-awareness and awareness of others. You know that they're sitting in their own insecurities and so you just move on. Here's another one. I have an app that tells me when someone unfollows me on Instagram. And the reason that I do is because so many fake robot followers will follow you and then unfollow you when you follow them back. So every once in a while I look on there and I get floored by the people that unfollowed me. Most of it is the robot accounts and I don't care about them. But pretty often I see someone that I know well, even family (laughs) that unfollowed me. And I definitely get triggered, but this is where I'm stronger than I used to be because I immediately know that I triggered something in them and then I don't get angry. (laughs) I still unfollow them. I mean, don't get it twisted, but I know why they had to unfollow me. Number one, I'm not for everyone, but number two, they had a triggered response but I really have no resentment. See, I believe triggers can cause us to shrink ourselves. And I feel like I did that my whole entire life when I felt like people weren't happy with me. I refuse to make myself small or dim my light because of someone else's insecurities. And why I can let it go is big. It's because I've also been annoyed or triggered by someone doing something to shine their light. I gotta repeat that. I can say that now and not feel shame that I have judged people too. I have been jealous. I get agitated and annoyed and all that. And I know now that it comes from me. Those incidents were my mirror. And that's how I arrived at this point that I'm at today. Forgiveness, understanding, even for myself. I am definitely no longer a hypocrite. And hello, not everyone is going to be happy with you or your success. Be successful anyway. You be happy with you. Own your shit. You won't need the approval of other people who spend eight hours on social media a day. Who are they? Me coming from being a people pleaser to praying for the people who hurt me, that's growth. I still get triggered. That emotional need is just less than it used to be. You're not for everyone. Make your peace with that right now. It's funny because my intuition will tell me when someone's not a fan of mine. (laughs) The old me would try harder to get them to accept or like me. That's over now. Now I protect my energy, something fierce. I don't need to dislike you back, but I process your negative energy and I blow it away. Far away from me and my energy field. You just will not penetrate it. And even if you do, it is not going to be for long. I never really understood getting triggered by someone else's opinion. 
I mean, this can be politics or just a general opinion of whatever. Who in the world said everyone has to agree with us? Where did we learn this? I listen to my daughter go off all the time about how ignorant other people can be. Yes, these are facts. What's new here? Why does it have to cause us to become unhinged? You're not going to change someone's perception, especially when their passion matches your own. So if you're both heated and passionate about your belief system, you are not going to change the other person's belief system. You can be sure of that. So why are you wasting your time? It's just another mirror lesson, but people don't respond to the mirror very often. You have to make the decision to respond to your emotional response and not the person. It's deep. It's very deep work. I was just sitting here laughing so hard because as I am recording this, I had to stop because the landscape was here and I got triggered by that. Jesus Christ, of course, when I'm trying to do something, these people have to come here this time of day. Really? It's because I don't have what I want and the way that I thought it should be. So I became triggered. I know that this resonates with you. Because we all do it. We all have our moments and coaching yourself out of them or coaching yourself through them is going to be critical. Laughing at yourself is critical. We can laugh at our ego. There's nothing wrong with that. Our ego is designed to keep us safe. But our ego is not us. It's our thoughts. It's our emotions. It's learned behaviors. It's learned reactions, patterns. And I always say the unlearning is a bitch. Think of all the times you're scrolling down Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and you get triggered. And then ask yourself this, even when you do recognize that you're bothered by someone and it's a jealousy, are you really going to admit that to anyone? Probably not, but admit it to yourself at least. When you're scrolling down and you see something positive and it annoys you, Go within and ask yourself why this positive person would annoy you, because I guarantee you that's your mirror. But instead of choosing to do the work right then and there, we project it. Now that person's annoying, putting out all that positive energy. The fuck? They just want attention, right? We always can go after someone else. But I really do challenge you to go after yourself, not in a harsh way, just in an attempt not to be a hypocrite. I was even triggered when I recorded my last episode because I was talking about my weight and how it bothered me when people reached out to me with their own agenda. And even after that, I had people reach out to me with their own agenda. Start looking at the triggering as a reminder to change something, to learn a lesson. It's definitely not hard to get triggered these days, especially with everything going on in the world. I mean, everyone is trigger happy, but stay in your lane, do your own work, understand your own needs and trace them back to who you are and why you created this reaction to whatever trauma happened to you. So let's get to the five things you can do when you recognize your triggered reaction. Now, breathing goes without say. I always say that, always go to your deep breathing to get rid of that fight or flight response that your body has. So number one, when you are triggered, remove yourself from the person, the situation, the social media post, whenever possible. And this is where you recenter yourself and you do your breathing. 
It's also where you recognize that a certain memory or trauma is being remembered by your ego. You need to remind yourself that not everyone needs to agree with your beliefs, and then you refocus your attention. And again, this is where your ego self is going to want to put someone in their place or make them wrong. It doesn't have to be about right and wrong. People are going to disagree. Get over it. Number two, understand that your feelings are still important. Even if you don't act them out, you can revisit it later. I was talking to someone yesterday and she explained this in a really good way. She said that she's always been good with putting emotional needs into a box in her mind and then revisiting them later. So compartmentalizing feelings and dealing with them at a later time. The problem occurs when you forget to deal with them or revisit that box. You want to get to the bottom of the strong emotions. You just don't want to have to do it right in that moment all the time. So thank you to Sandra for that little tip yesterday. And number three, ask yourself why. And this is often a blind spot, but if you link it to which one of your needs aren't being met, then that could help you. So let's look at some of the needs, uh, loss of control, not feeling needed, change, predictability, being liked, being right, being disrespected, loved, accepted, valued, being treated fairly. All of those things, when you don't have them, can spark an emotional response. So which one of these unmet needs keeps resurfacing for you? Sometimes it's not being heard. And sometimes you may need help from another person to identify what it is. Again, blind spots. And number four, deal with your inner child. Trace this back and try to find out where and why it triggers you. And this is the deepest work you're going to do. But it's also where you can develop the skills to call yourself out on your own bullshit story. The story that you created when you were in that traumatic moment as a child. I made my father wrong. So I then made every man wrong or anyone that had that same belief system wrong. So what that means is everyone had to pay for my trauma and we really need to clean that shit up. We want to make it someone's fault for triggering us and it's no one's fault. They have no idea what we endured. And number five, practice daily grounding. And this isn't going to be easy if you are constantly busying yourself to avoid the inner work. You know who you are. Always work to do. No time for being in the moment. BS, BS. You can start with just a few minutes of sitting and just being. And don't tell me how hard it is because I know because I've been there. And it's still hard for me to stop in the moment and say, just breathe, just be. You don't have to worry about anything that's going to happen tomorrow. And you don't have to be in something that already happened. Resenting it, being angry for it and all of that. So you start with just a few minutes and I'm going to have you try it with me right now. Obviously, if you're driving, you don't want to do this right now, but you can do it later. (laughs) Pause now. So make sure that you're sitting upright with your feet on the ground. And this does work best if you're outside in nature, obviously, barefoot on the grass, but you can do it in any chair. Feet on the ground, relax your body, and now close your eyes. Concentrate on your breath. With each five-second inhale, direct the breath directly into your stomach area. Hold it for five seconds, and then when you release the breath, do it as long as possible, 
And as you're releasing, let your shoulders fall and your body relax a little bit more. Now continue breathing like this and use your senses, the rest of your senses, to examine your surroundings. What do you hear? Birds, the wind, cars. What do you smell? Fresh air, grass, food. What do you feel? The grass on your feet, the breeze on your face. So just take all of that in. Concentrate on just those things, your breath, in and out, and what your senses are doing. Now, imagine that you have roots coming out of your feet, just like tree roots. And they're going deep into the ground to connect into the earth's core. Imagine that those roots are getting energy from the earth. They're giving you the energy and support to replenish your body with everything that it needs. You're getting rooted. When you inhale, imagine that energy coming from the grounded roots and up into your body. Exhale anything that no longer serves you. So just take a moment, take that five-second breath, hold it for five seconds in your stomach. Act as if you're taking in all the wonderful grounding energies from the earth. And then when you exhale, exhale everything negative. Inhale, personal power. Exhale, victimhood. Keep taking these moments, keep taking these breaths. And every time you exhale, sink further into the chair. Feel your shoulders drop, loosen your jaw, do a body scan. That means each time you take a breath in, concentrate on an area of your body, any tension, any area that you're holding tension, and when you exhale, release it. Now open your eyes. Look around. This exercise is going to keep you centered, and it's a great practice when you feel triggered. It takes you out of that ego mind. I hope that really helps you and you start to catch your triggered moments. You've got to actually take the time to do this and force yourself at first. And then when you see the benefits of it, you're going to want to do it anytime you can. You will not make the whole world happy and you're never going to be happy with the whole world. Thanks for listening today. I hope today's message resonated with you. And if it did, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you and share it with someone else if you think it can inspire them. Also, you can follow me on social media at Maria Grandi LLC, and my website is also MariaGrandiLLC.com. Lastly, remember to go easy on yourself as you go through this process, and everyone else around you for that matter. We're all working through something.